You're listening to the official podcast of the Libertarian Party of Georgia. Learn about local issues, meet candidates, and find out what we're doing to bring more options to Georgia voters. Now here's your host. Ladies and gents, welcome back to Radical. I'm your host, Shane Hazel. I have along with me, we are kind of doing a dual cast today. I've seen him twice in one day. Uh, the, the host and the chair of the Libertarian Party, the host of the uh, Georgia Libertarian, Georgia Liberty Cast. Boy, Ryan, I'll get that right one day. Ryan Graham, everybody. Welcome uh, back, sir. Yeah, hey, man. Thanks for having me on, and uh, thanks for being on. <laughs> hey, yeah, it's, it's, it's good to see you twice in one day. Yeah, man, especially for all the right reasons, you know, getting the message of liberty out, and, and uh, I don't know, that's always a positive thing. Yeah, we've uh, we've been chatting here in the background, trying to get everything you know set up. How are we going to do this? Or you know, are you going to do this? Am I going to do this? Who's cutting your hair? Who's not cutting your hair? And all those kind of things. I was man, I was, nobody's <laughs> cutting my hair right now. I I was telling you earlier, man. I got to find me a black market barber. So if, if you got any <laughs> listeners to your show who want to cut my hair, I know a guy, man. And uh, I was telling Ryan that you know when when I signed up a long time ago for the Dollar Shave Club because I mean. That, did you ever see the Dollar Shave Club uh, guy's commercial when he came in and he like walked through his own little factory and he was just having a good time with it, didn't take it seriously at all? <laughs> I was like, this is the best branding on earth. I'm buying this guy's product just because of branding and, and the way he did his video. And so I subscribed and I got like five razors every two weeks. Like I was telling you, you can't use five, five razors in what I guess you could. But I mean, I you better be an Olympic. You better be an Olympic swimmer or something. So I've got like the apocalyptic drawer of razors in my house. So you know, as far as all this kind of stuff goes, I'm I'm good for a while. I probably shave once every five or six days because my uh, puberty never quite kicked in in that way for me, and I, I just my facial hair just does not grow in right. You're not. A, that's a, that's kind of a lucky thing, I think, if you look at it some ways, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's, I looked. I, I, that's what I looked at it as a positive. You know, I saved yeah, money so on razors. <laughs> <laughs> so, what did you do today? Well, I, I went up to your rally. Uh, you you held that rally for. Um, uh, oh, what was it again? You were um, you were giving your grievance list of grievances and list of uh, grievance. It, it is the, it's, it's the revolution. It's yeah, the yeah. army. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and and I feel like it's got a lot of momentum right now because people are just fed up with um, a lot of the stuff the government's putting on them, you know. And so it was a good time for it, and you probably had a good forty to fifty people out there. Yeah, I, I was thinking the same thing, you know. And I, boy, I looked at the radar when I got up this morning to just kind of see what was happening. I saw this giant green glob covering all of Alabama, and I looked at you know when it was supposed to hit uh the, the metro area over here in atlanta i was just like jeez man we are going to be out there in the middle of a lightning and thunderstorm and luckily in in the back man we had you know a a, a car ramp and everything else but you I, I don't know if you talked to anybody but you missed what happened before the rally i, I saw somebody... I, I i heard that you guys uh, were were uh suggested to to be somewhere else man i'll tell you <laughs> and this is what pisses me off man i went in and talked you know did the, the you know the, the courteous thing right went in and introduced myself to the sh the sheriff where i now live uh frank reynolds and we had what i thought was a pretty productive conversation told me you know he's a constitutional sheriff and all this kind of stuff and i'll tell you right now i pulled up and the the justice building parking lot and and uh parking kind of the, the garage over there was closed like there was you, you couldn't even pull in because they had put up the uh, the sheriff's cones in that entrance, and then down the street where the the, the other entrance was, 
those were blocked off too. And I was like, oh, okay, this is how it's going to be. After we sat there and we talked for over an hour about what we were planning to do out here, yeah. this is what's going to happen. So I just went up there. I ran into uh, Jack. I, I know you know, you probably know Jack. At any rate, I, I said, hey, I'm, I'm just going to move them. I don't care, man. Like this, this is ridiculous. This is our property. And I've already talked to the sheriff. This is our place. This is this. It's our right now to come out here, park here and protest here and talk and assemble and do everything, you know, that we're within our right to do. And so I'll tell you right now, man, he sat down, his captain uh, came out with his uh, chief and then came out with um, you know, some other lieutenant and a couple other guys and started trying to tell me that they, that we couldn't have our cars near protesters at first right just for our our safety and then i was like hey listen that's cool why don't we park up there and like no it can't be around the buildings and and everything else and that's when i started pushing back i was like dude you gotta be kidding me this is our right this is our property and we're gonna park over here and you guys are gonna get out of the damn way basically that's when frank stepped in and came over and said hey why don't you walk with me and i was like what why just talk just talk in front of these guys and that's when the boot boy showed up man and god bless you guys if you're listening to this and and you showed like we had some guys come out with full-on ar-15 bullet bouncers <laughs> face coverings glasses and hats so you had no idea unless you know they you know, i guarantee you they went through you know canton with license plate scanners and all that kind of stuff yeah at the same time this was happening but uh yeah man it, we pushed back and we had you know we went back and forth with some you know, verbal jabbing and all this kind of stuff. And it kind of ended with, you know, Frank saying something to the effect, well, he's like, I, he's like, I'm, I'm charged with securing these buildings. And I was like, we're not going in the buildings. No, we and don't want, really, we don't want to go to the buildings. This is, and plus it's a public building. Yeah. <laughs> and he says, I have the right to block off the parking lot. And I said, you have, you have delegated authorities. You don't have rights. And as, as the sheriff, you should know better than that. And he's like, oh, we're splitting hairs. And it's like, no, we're not. Language matters here. And you're going to sit here and tell <laughs> where's us. Mean, where's mean things? <laughs> oh. I'll tell you right now, man, I am at a loss. If, if that's a constitutional sheriff and he's talking about, hey, we're not that far apart, but for him, safety means more than liberty and upholding rights. I'm, man, it makes it really damn difficult to keep giving these guys chance after chance after chance when they just bite you in the ass and the first thing that they do is throw cones in your way to piss you off. It's, it's crazy to me. Well, if it, if it uh, makes anything better or worse, I don't know. I, I, when I pulled up about 20 minutes late, I just, I just parked where like the first parking spot I found as close as I could to the crowd and just walked right up. It was no big deal. So I was, I was yeah. a little late, just, you know, I, I would say traffic, but we'd all know that's a lie. So uh, <laughs> I just had a hard time getting out of my house this morning. <laughs> hey man, Sunday morning. I get it. I was, I mean, I think it was about 10.30. I looked at my watch and was like, oh, man, I need to get serious about getting out of here right <laughs> yeah, now. Yeah, that's I'm basically that what happened away. to me. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I did, um, I was laughing when I showed up because um, who you referred to as the Boog Boys, uh, I was, you know, I was looking around, I, you know, I came up with my, my face mask on and um, I, I was looking around, I was laughing because they were the only other people with their face masks on, you know, it's like, yeah, these guys obviously don't want anybody to know who they are. It might not even be for health reasons. They're just wearing it because this is what they wear. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and who knows, man? I mean, who knows who they are? But uh, God bless them for coming out and showing out a little bit. It was uh, it was pretty good. Yeah. And then um, so I was laughing, too, because like I said, I was 20 minutes late and I, you know, I texted my partner when I got there. And her first question was, what's the police presence like? 
you know, because there were people that were, I got a couple texts today about the police presence. And I said, you know, on my walk up there, there was uh, unmarked cop cars, definitely unmarked cop cars pulling around black, you know, SUVs with, with the, with the Ram bars. I was like, this is like, as a cop. And then yeah. uh, there were marked black SUVs that were Canton police. They, they ride around in black SUVs. Um, yeah. And then there was the guy standing in the corner of the parking lot with his arms crossed that was, he was uniformed and he just stood there the whole time watching. So I was like, ah, there's a uniformed guy. There's some marked and unmarked cars circling the place. Seems fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, it's when, uh, my brother wrote in with me this morning and, and we, I mean, we're just like, there's a cop, there's a cop, there's a cop. I mean, they were everywhere. I think they actually expected a, a much larger turnout than we even thought we were going to have. So yeah. Okay. Next. Well, I, th- I think we're, we're, we're like just hitting the pivot point. Um, I mean, it, just a little insight and you, you were commenting on how honest I am and that might be bad for me. It might be good for me. I don't I know. I love it. But, um, you know, I, I've been telling people that we're not ready for this kind of thing yet. And um, I think there was probably a point at like on like Wednesday where I said, you know what, we're ready. I don't know what it is, but, I, you know, there, there's a pivot that's happened. Where I, I, think, I think you're right. Yeah. <clears throat> so I, you were just ready with the with the event. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I kind of, man, I've got this weird sense, right? Like I, I, I know, especially in situations like this, I need to probably back off by about two weeks, right? Like I'm, I'm going to be, you know, usually you're ahead of the curve. Yeah. Yeah. Usually, (laughs) you know, like when I'm talking about, Hey, this whole thing's going to end and there's going to be a civil war and all that kind of stuff. I mean, I was saying that back in like 2006, 2007, and I was like, I don't, I, I didn't say I knew when it was, but I was like, it's, you know, this is coming. An economic meltdown is coming. You know, when we were sitting on bubbles, upon, upon, upon buzz, bubbles, I was just like, this, this doesn't end well. And this, I mean, and this is the thing is, we don't want to be right about this kind of stuff for God's sake. No, no like guys, please, you know, it, please listen to us because if we are right, then it's going to be bedlam at some point. And what we're really asking for here is just a little consideration. Now, you look at the track record of, of what's gone down 2008 uh, through now, and you just, I mean, well, and I should back way up. You know, the Patriot Act with, with 2001 really starts, you know, kind of my adult life anyway, and you just start to see the erosion of, of liberty and freedom and rights and, and the wild usurpations of even the Constitution. And you just... You get into 2008 bubbles burst. You got you know healthcare for all rammed down your throat. Then you get the NDAA. Then you get you know propagandized and boy, I mean, you're just sitting there going, I hate to tell you guys this, but there's a whole crowd that's been saying this for a decade, a decade and a half, two decades, you know, maybe even obviously longer before the invention of the internet. But it, Jesus, it's just like I I I don't want to be right anymore. Yeah, and you can't disagree with people without them saying that, you know, you're a monster who just wants people to die. And I'm like, I, that could be further, no further from the truth, man. I, I, I've i seen, I'm a student of history. You know, I paid attention to my world history class and, and all, all, you know, all that. And I, I know what happens down this road because when you take that power and you centralize it and then you make all these rules about where people can go and where they can't go and you start throwing people in jail for that. And, and then all of a sudden you start looking at people who are, you know, in the minority and, not necessarily minorities in general, but people who are in the minority start getting attacked by that centralized government. That's, this happens nonstop, like over and over it's, throughout it's, history. It's happening now. <laughs> that's right. And that's the thing. Like it's happening now. Like they are sending, like there are 
there are hotlines in New York City that if you see people take their picture, say where they're at and everything else, and they will send units out to contact these people. Yeah. The fact that they're ripping dudes off of surfboards out in the, in the middle of the ocean, that Navy vet who was out there with that sign that said, land of the free, he was standing, he's like, I'm not moving until you guys open up the beaches. I mean, this kind of stuff, like all these tattletales out there who are so scared of a disease. Now, I love, there's, there's been this Venn diagram that's been going around, right? Like, this is a dangerous disease. Uh, people's rights are important. And there was one other one, and I, I forget what it is, right? And it's like, hey, like, you guys all have valid arguments, right? Like, the, this disease is dangerous. The flu is dangerous. There is a bunch of dangerous diseases. Rights are important. We have rights eviscerated all the time. And you right. know, for, for the life of me, I can't remember what, what else was in that uh, Venn diagram. But you're sitting there and you're saying, listen, we don't need to fight over this. They want us to, to, to be divided. And we can, we can do this by ourselves. But there are just so many people out there that just, I think they're scared. I think they have grown up in a tattletale world. And they are, they're worried that life isn't going to go back to normal because of people who are out and about. Which doesn't make any sense. because. If, if you've got places like Home Depot open and parks that are not open, and if you have places like, I don't know, the, the liquor store that's open, <clears throat> like it, there's just, it's so arbitrary. You can see what's going on. This is not about health. This is about control. And boy, I tell you what, man, these people that are, you know, Karens out there that are just ratting people out left and right. I mean, fear's the way to do it. It's it's blowing my mind. Um, some of my f friends that are of you know of the left. I I don't like to call people names or anything, but my friends that are of, <laughs> yeah, Is that yeah. right. But like you know, they they spend most of their time talking about um in Georgia, Brian Kemp and Donald Trump. Mostly Donald Trump because people don't give a crap about uh, local politics, even state state local politics, right? <laughs> but yeah. they want to give them the right to determine who's essential, who's non-essential, who has the right to be on the road. Even I was like, I was, I was on my way to Canton. I live in, I live in the middle of Atlanta. And I'm like, what if a cop pulls me over and is like, where are you going? And you know what my answer that I got to in my head, but like, how, why does, why do we even have to worry about that? Right. But my answer that I got to was I have the fifth amendment on my side and I have a right to not answer you. So that would be my answer is like, I, I don't know what's legal or what's not right now. And I'm just not going to answer you. <laughs> well, because I mean, that's the thing is I have a right to travel there officer. So I'm going to need your badge number. I'm yeah. going to need your supervisor and I need, I need you to tell me first and foremost, you know, it, it, you, you swore an oath article six, section three. And I'll tell you what, that is a great thing to lead with. Do you know what article six, section three is of the constitution? And if they don't, that's a, dead damn giveaway that hey you don't know your damn job because that constitution tells me that that's your oath of office well they like, don't have that, to know because of qualified immunity but that's neither here nor there so yeah but that's not a thing either <laughs> I, well it is because they, they say it's code is, 18 so. perjury if you don't know it like hey ignorance <laughs> of the law is no excuse for breaking the law right like that's, i think the courts have said language. that's bogus too whatever ah! you're saying that's not real that's you're, <laughs> you're killing me you're killing me <laughs> Yeah, it's oh, whatever, man. man. It's whatever they say is true, right? They're the men with guns. So at this point, yeah, no, <clears> I, I hear you, man. It's it, it is a weird world, but I, I I'll tell you what, man. Uh, the overwhelming response from people out there, you know, I know we had about fifty-ish people out there today, but I'll tell you the 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 live from Facebook. <clears throat> 
killing it right now. And it nice. is growing. Yeah, it's, it's growing and growing and growing in the messages that are coming in through Messenger, through Twitter, through whatever it is, are all like, damn, holy. I mean, it's everything like, thanks, awesome message. This is, this is what we need. This is, this is how we're going to have to do things. I've got, you know, some extreme people that, you know, and I say extreme, it's not extreme to, to, to think that, you know, hey, it's, it's about boot 30. And I was just like, oh, God, no. Yes. Yeah. I, I mean, you saw, my, you saw my hat today. It said anything peaceful, right? And so, like, I, I loved how you were pushing the peaceful army and all that. Yeah. And, I, I, and everything was cool, you know. And, but that, I, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm just not there yet, you know. <laughs> oh, man. I, I, and, and the thing is, I don't want us to be there. I, I, I want us to be headed 180 degrees away from that. And that's why it's peaceful, peaceful, peaceful. We're begging you for peace. Like, guys, please listen to us because yeah. – it's not what we want, for God's sakes. I mean, gee, I mean, oh man, just the amount of veterans in this country right now, you know, that have, you know, so a lot of them have mental health issues. I mean, you're not losing 22 veterans a day because they're, they're real steady. You know, I'm not saying all veterans. I'm just saying there are a lot of veterans out there. I mean, in over 20 years, you're going to have a lot of veterans out there. Um, but yep. this, this whole thing, you know, with, you know, physical <clears throat> contact and being part of society and having purpose and mission and all that kind of stuff in your life you know when these guys get fed up with a certain degree of this kind of bs right like i hope to be that person that they look at and go hey that's a guy that i that i i like his message and the fact that he's peaceful i can get behind that yep. versus some other guy that's out there who's pissed off like don't get me wrong i'm pissed off i'm not a pacifist but i i don't I don't think we're there yet. And so if there's another guy out there who's got everything else in line with me, but at the same time, he's sitting there going, let's go, let's get them. Let's start, you know, you know, those, those uniforms make really, really good targets. Like that kind of stuff, man, nah. I'd much rather, I'd much rather be the guy that they're looking at for peace versus another guy that they're going, yeah, it's, it's time to go turn this boog on, man. Well, I'm and I, I think there's a good point to be made that, um, that, that we are being aggressed against right now and that self-defense is called for, but there's also like the political response to that, where you need more people to think that like you do, than don't. So that when you do, when you do uh, act out in self-defense, people aren't just like, yeah, put him in jail because, you know, he was obviously the wrong. So you have to reach this cusp where a lot of people agree with you. Otherwise, you're just going to be some loony guy who gets thrown in, you know, thrown in a cage or, or just murdered on the street because that's what, that's what cops do these days. So. Yeah, man. And I'll tell I mean, you, I like, laugh, but it's because it's, it's, I have to, you know? Yeah, <laughs> no, I, I get it, man. I mean, and message to the cops, I mean, hey, listen, we're, 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 this, this, what we're trying to do will save your life. It will save guys that you consider brothers and sisters. It'll save their lives. Like we are, we are severely trying to make sure that this nation remains peaceful and that you don't become a targeted class as well, right? Like we don't want to be targeted. I know you guys don't want to be targeted. Let's, let's sit down, let's work some things out and, and come to some better understandings. And I mean, seriously, it's not a tall order to just sit there and say, hey, guys, we just want to be left alone if we're peaceful. Go out there right now. It's, it's, it's kind of this back to basics period, right? It's like, yeah, we've got too many things on the books for people to be able to make heads or tails of anything right now. The arbitrary edicts and everything else. 
But if we can sit there and just say, hey, guys, listen, you guys, crime is murder, it's rape, it's all kidnapping, coercion, uh, property damage, robbery, theft, things that really are, are crimes. All this other stuff that's ancillary and kind of on the side, you guys need to let that crap go and you need to leave peaceful people who are walking around or enjoying nature, whatever it is, leave those people alone. Yep, leave peaceful people alone. That's easy. That's the easiest thing for libertarianism, right? It is. Like, leave peaceful people alone. It's not very profitable, though. I'll tell you that. It's also not that hard. I mean, it's like <laughs> people, people like to be like, well, what about this? And I'm like, well, leave peaceful people alone, you know? Yeah. And they're like, but what about this? And I'm like, well... Leave peaceful people alone. I don't know how else to tell you this, man. Like, like a broken record. <laughs> it's not hard. You just go back to the principle. <laughs> yeah, and, and, yeah, and you know, with your Karens as well, like, right? It's like, hey, not only leave peaceful people alone, don't call authorities to have other people point guns at peaceful people either, because that's just cowardly, right? Like, you don't have you don't have the stones to go out there and confront them yourselves, right? Right. So you're gonna. You're going to call somebody with a badge to go point guns at them. Like, it's, it's all of them. Stop. That's, so I had somebody on my Instagram, um, which is Grant for GA. So if anyone wants to look at that. Um, Instagram, and, Grant for GA again. Grant for GA. Graham. Go Graham. Graham. Uh, 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 Come on, said, man. I thought you said Grant. I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's my name. It's Graham for GA. Weird world. So, Grand yeah, no, so it's, it's, it's somebody who I've known in the past, but they were, you know, arguing with me and saying I was a monster and I, you know, because I wasn't out there um, picketing for uh, free health care and for sick pay and for all these other things that just, you know, I don't believe that it's possible to do this thing. And so I was trying to explain to them that, like, if we give people these things, then the repercussions down the road, as Mises taught us, right, the on-scene inflation goes crazy and you're hurting the people who you claim to care about the most. And so I don't call you a monster because you, you're going to hurt them. But, but like you're, you just she called me a monster. Um, but oh. she also said that I was um, fighting for people to, to get out and make sure Karen can get her hair did. Damn, there has to be a better way. And I was like, I can't tell you how much I hate Karen. Like, more than you like the, the person who is Karen that is exactly who I hate right now like that's the antithesis of my argument you're not listening to me that's right man that's right yeah <laughs> when you call the cops you are pulling a gun on someone that's yeah. period that's what period. you're doing yeah. and I and I'm not pulling a gun on anyone so yeah there's a there's and that's the thing is everyone's like there should be a law or there should be a policy or whatever they some dumb thing that comes out of their face and I mean to offend people when I say that. If you're saying there ought to be a law or there ought to be a policy or a court opinion out there that, you know, should do something, it used to be, you know, it's that you have, like, there's, there's a rifle pointed at everybody or there's a gun pointed at everybody at the end of every one of those. And I, I'll tell you right now, I contend that it's not a gun. You have a legion of guns yeah, now yeah. Point, pointed at the American people where, you know, that's never been the case in our history and the militarization that's gone on in this country. And you're not pointing a gun at somebody. You're pointing a SWAT team at somebody, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> with, with an armored troop carrier, flashbangs, pepper spray, um, tasers, battering rams, uh, flashbang grenades, CS grenades, like all of these things that have, <laughs> They were like, well, they'll never ever just use, they'll never ever misuse these, you know. Got they do it all the time. They do it all the, the time. Yeah, they literally they do. do it all the time. I mean, face or not Facebook? Well, Facebook is, but YouTube. You could you could literally go and sit on YouTube and look at this stuff for 
months and months and months and it would never stop because there's more of it every damn day. I was, I was listening to uh, Words and Numbers on my way home today, um, which is a great podcast and I recommend it to anybody. Uh, it's pretty short, it's like 30 minutes. But they had a guy on there talking about qualified immunity and that's why it's in the forefront of my head and that's why I'm talking about it a bunch. But they, uh, they basically had this guy they were looking for and they asked this person who owned the house if they could go in and search for him. And she said yes, because that, that, that's what she felt like was okay, right? She's like, fine, yeah, you can come in and search. So what the cops did was they it wasn't like at the same time, right? So what they did was they went to their legal counsel and they said, so if we, you know, what can we do now that she said yes? And basically what they came out of it was they can stick the SWAT team on it. They went in and they bashed her front door down, even though she agreed to have them come into the house, had the SWAT team raid the place, used flashbangs, nearly burned the house down and all the damages that were caused uh, where, where basically it was qualified immunity. They weren't liable for anything. Because basically she's invited. Because she said yes. The house. Yeah. She hey, said, yeah. Come turn my house into a training uh, house, right? Like yeah. come, come, come turn my house into a training uh, shoot house. You guys can throw flashbangs in my house, yeah. tear, tear things apart. It's all yours. Go for yeah. There's, there's no way that's what she was saying. Yes to. There's just like no Ow. way, you know, but like they get away with it because that's what they do now. You know, that's just, what happens? And I'll tell you right now, man, there, there's a lot of people out there saying that, you know, they're going to do this to the wrong person, the wrong guy, the wrong gal and game on, right? Like it's, it's on now. And it's happened, man. And, and, and then they, they end up in a firefight and well, they've got more people with guns. So, you know, that's not on their side. Times. Yeah. That's, that's right. I mean, it's like not a lot you can do against a trained force of like, you know, five or six guys who are coming and raiding your house. Like, I mean, yeah, I, for yourself. You, you, can do, you can do a little more than me, but th- those guys, I, all I know half those guys were on Iraq too, you know, I mean, yeah, lot, and yeah, it's the thing, it's a lot of them could, could have been, man. I mean, really could have been. That's, that's the, that's the worst part about it is, you know, the, the enemy that those guys were seeking overseas was actually here. And then they came back and kind of joined their team and, yeah. and, and really are the hired muscle for that team now. And, 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 and then say that team, the enemy within the country that has its tentacles in absolutely everything we do. Now you're, you're the muscle for that. God, what well, a and, bastardization. And so you're, you're trained to kill and you get put onto this force that is completely unaccountable at all. And you're heavily armed, subsidized by my tax pay, you know, my taxes. And so, you know, that's one of the things that we're saying on the podcast is like, I don't want the cops called at all because I don't want an, such a well-armed person who is completely unaccountable to any law to be this close to the people I love. No, it, yeah. And that's the thing is like, I mean, there are people out there uh, you know, that used to complain about, you know, neighbors. I used to live in a neighborhood that was super, super close together and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, like when you live in a neighborhood like that, you're going to hear people, you know, out at night, and, you know, and, and partying and things like that. So when you, when I hear people like, I'm going to call the cops. And I was like, God, <clears throat> don't call the cops, man, because here's, here's what could happen, right? I'm not saying it's going to happen, but you call them, they show up, somebody is drunk and disorderly. Maybe they've got, you know, some cannabis or something like that, and they're having a good time. Those guys probably aren't the loud, just, you know, obnoxious one. They're probably the guys that are quiet in the corner. But here's the thing is, it escalates. Because yeah. we all know it doesn't de-escalate anymore, right? And then one of them gets hurt or killed, and, and somebody goes to, or somebody goes to jail. Boy, yeah. like, is, is, that, is that 
really what you want? Like, is that what we're doing these days in terms of, you know, ratting on our neighbors and everything? Like that's, you want these people, and, and I, I guess the answer is yes. I, I, I can only come to the, the logical conclusion that that's what a lot of people who can't stand what we did today, right? Like I, I and, and to be fair, I've had some people, not a lot, but some people reach out and be like, you know, you are, you're reckless and you're a monster and, and, and how dare you? And the police should have arrested you and taken you to jail for endangering the, yeah. yeah. And, and that's the thing is like, wow, you, you, you want to use all this force that could be up, to, it could be deadly. And yeah. you're just cool with saying, get them boys. And I didn't endanger the public. I endangered me. And personally, um, you know, there were some people there that were not necessarily practicing social distancing, but I walked up with my mask on and you got an elbow bump when you tried to shake my hand. I wouldn't. Hey, that would have that been against the nap. You know, I, <laughs> I would have been well within my rights to defend myself. That's right. <laughs> and then uh, and that's another thing. Like, I call the boot boys man. over. Come help me. <laughs> violating that yeah (laughs) oh man too funny funny. (laughs) so i I wanted one of the other things i I wanted to talk about a little bit and um this is something that we're watching and so it uh on hbo it's the um the plot against america have you heard of it no no i've I've had a lot of people send me a lot of things like the fall cabal or the fall of the cabal or something like that and all this other kind of stuff that's like i think qa non-related it's not qa no 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 this is it's not a it's this is a dramatization it's a it's a book um i forget the author but it's a it's a famous author and it's about basically in world war ii if fdr didn't win his election instead charles Lindbergh won and charles Lindbergh is you know he He's basically a Nazi. Um, <laughs> and so it was basically what happens uh, in the fallout. And it's this, it's this, um, it's watching America with its president supporting these policies fall into basically like re- forceful le- relocation of the Jews. And it's like, man, you watch it and you watch what's going on right now. And it's, you cannot help but like see the, the, the parallels. So it's, it's like, it's like, how quick can this happen? And they're all like, well, we're not forcing people to move. We're just making sure their companies are relocating them and making sure that they fire them if they don't. And so it's voluntary if they go. Right. You know, like they're just in it, but it's government doing these things. Right. And so it's, yeah, this crazy, crazy situation, but it's, well, I think we're like four episodes in and they're already doing like forced relocation. So it's, it's sort of this like, man, how quick can we make this happen with a bunch of people who like don't want to. And there's, you know, one of the main points is there's this like prominent Jewish guy who's helping them along, who's like saying, no, it's okay, guys. They, they like us. They're fine with us. And like, yeah. you see that guy and I'm like, man, I know that guy. I, I, I'm like literally talking to that guy right now online. That's telling me everything's okay. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I get it, man. There was somebody, you know, there was, I think very genuinely asking me earlier in, in all of these uh, litanies of responses and things about, you know, like, why, why don't you just wait till, you know, we, we've got, you know, better, more rapid testing. And, and I'm just sitting there like, I, I don't want to fight with people, right? If I can, if I can get into a point where I, I, I do more of the Socratic method, right, where I can just ask questions that I already know the answer to is, okay, rapid testing, what, what's that going to solve? Who's doing it? Why are they doing it? Is it going to restrict travel? Is it going to restrict other rights? Is it going to restrict you from going to your job? Is it going to restrict you from doing anything? 
could it be that now it has been farmed out to the technocrats? What are they doing with it? Are they selling your data? Are they, are they sharing this with government? And if they are, in terms of scoring you in the background, like the, the whole Chinese social score, like, you know, what are, the, what are the full ramifications of even allowing yourself to be tested by these people? And I want to test. I want to test very badly. I've had a lingering cough really? for weeks now. I want one. Yeah. And, and the, the problem is, is I can't get one. Even if I went to the hospital, they'd say, well, you're not a high risk. You haven't come into contact with anybody with, with COVID that you know of. And so you can't have one because they've limited them artificially. And so like, like the LP got, got a hold of this test that's manufactured in North Carolina, but it's not approved for distribution by the FDA and CDC. And so they're shipping them all out. They're exporting all these, all, it's, it's a 15 minute test that you literally like prick your finger and like 15 minutes later, it says whether or not you have it or you have the whatever to the best of its ability, right? right. But it's this cheap thing and we can't have it. And what just came out, and so like even on its face, right, we know that the government is in the way of even letting us solve this problem on our own, like making us more knowledgeable. It's, it's inhibiting that actively. And what we also know, I got a CNN alert. I think it was yesterday that said that the, the testing was botched for the, the tests essentially. And so uh, basically they found out that the testing was contaminated and that that's what held up the approval of the test here, which is holding up the, the, qu the quantity of tests that are available and what they did was they created a single point of failure, which might be fine, but it also is something that you never do, right? Like that's, that's bad business practice. Nobody ever does that, but that's what we do all the time with the government. And we did it. And right now yep. it's, it's costing us like drastically. And so without even going down any kind of, what if they use this data for that? What if they use this data for this? They failed us. <laughs> yeah, no, hey man, I, I, I get it. I, I'm just, I'm more concerned with the idea now that Another part of just the everyday human experience can now be used to do something like deprive people of rights, right? Yeah. I mean, and, 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 and I, I get it if, you know, if the test is something you take at home, it doesn't have a microchip or in, in a Bluetooth signal in it that can communicate with, you know, some device when you take it, that's serialized when you buy it and all that other kind of stuff. Hey, I, okay, cool. You know, if, 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 it's a, if it's like a home pregnancy test, right on, cool, if, if that's what you want to do. However, for me, I'm not ever, ever, ever letting these people test me for anything, especially if I've got to report it. And I also think about, hey, you know what, this test is coming in from somebody and it is contaminated, right? It's already contaminated with something else. Who's to say that that needle that goes into your finger isn't contaminated? I mean, I'm not saying that you know, if, if they're sending you a needle, probably don't use their needle, right? Get your own needle, make sure that it's, you know, somewhat sanitary before you get some, some blood out of your system. I, I don't know. I just look back in history. Yeah, no, you're not wrong. When I, I mean, Tuskegee. Tuskegee, yeah, that's exactly what they did. They said, we're treating you, and then they didn't. They just you, didn't. Yeah, yeah. And not only did they not treat them, they infected them. And then they infected a whole bunch of people. 
down in Central America yeah. doing the same damn things. And you, but just, these people, these people want the government to give us healthcare, and we have these examples of them doing these horrific things. These same people, like it's not even a foreign government; it's our no. government. It's not even an no, example I mean, of like China no. doing it. It's America. Well, that's Democrats. No, that's the Republicans. No, it's the Democrats. No, it's the guys. <laughs> yeah. Yes, you're both right. You're yeah. both right. Yeah. <laughs> Stop arguing. You're good. <laughs> Yeah, what's, what, what's your beef? That's what bothers me. So, I, you know, you get all these people that are like, well, I'm not going to vote. Um, you know, the, the libertarians just want to, um, they just want to utilize the same levers of power to implement their own things. And I'm like, that's, that is a gross misrepresentation of what I want. I want to get what's into power a, it, so I can abdicate false. as much. I just want to get rid of it. I just want to not do shit. I'm, like, I'm, I'm sorry. I don't I, know yeah, what your, I, the rules I, of your podcast no, are. No, hey. <laughs> yeah, all right. I don't know the rules of my podcast are, so. <laughs> I, I, I don't give a shit anymore, man. Um, when, when, yeah, and that's, you say mischaracterization. I think it is just a blatantly false statement. I don't want to be there. I don't want to be in D.C. I mean, I can't stand that city when I do have to go there. I don't want to be there. I don't want to be around all those bought and paid for spineless awful murdering thieves and 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 i say that man like when we're talking about like vaccinations and tests and all that kind of stuff in terms of evil like i've I've said it multiple times before where you take you know the thieves and the murderers that that make up not only the officers and the the politicians but also all the bureaucrats and now multiply that thievery and murdering bastardness times about four trillion in this year it's yeah. gonna be somewhere around eight probably oh my god can you imagine the inflation that's about to happen like like just just think about like not even what they're spending what they're borrowing and spending but think about all these businesses that are basically on pause right now and are going to need to make up profits that they're missing right now just to hit yeah. their own bottom line you know what i mean so p- prices are just gonna go up instantly because of that not even because of what a dollar is worth but because of what it has to and so like you think about what we're going to come out of here with. And it's, I mean, it's going to be a mess for people who are poor. Seriously. It's the, it's the poorest people so, among us that are going to get hit the hardest. This is, I mean, so this is a very interesting conversation. I mean, in terms of, you know, you're, you're an executive, you're in the legislature right now. And, you know, say, say you had quote unquote quote power. You, you got an opportunity here to look at different monetary systems right like we obviously i know where you're going you know you're going towards the austrian theory of economics right we're looking at you know something based on savings versus debt and tax and enslavement right like i'm pretty sure i can call that for you correct yeah the problem part of the problem is savings they're gonna they're gonna screw that up though so no matter how much you want to save it doesn't matter because inflation kind of ruins that right have you seen that meme going around? It's like, whose idea was this to um, have, yeah. have the people <laughs> that are indebted case. and then the the, uh, the companies are indebted and, and then the government's yeah. indebted and it's the Keynesians like with the monkey yeah. like side-eyeing? <laughs> uh, absolutely. No, it's, it's, it's yeah, no, it, it's spot on. So yeah, I guess my question is, it's like, hey, you know, you got a chance to implement a, a brand new system, man. Which, which way are you going? You're going crypto, you're going hard, you're going in, in terms of just let people determine whatever the hell the market wants. Yeah, yeah, it's a trick question. I'm not implementing any of those systems. I let people do whatever the heck they want to do, right? Like yeah. however you want to trade in anything, 
Um, I, I understand having a medium of exchange, right? Like I get the value of cash. I, I, I think that it makes a lot of sense to have a medium of exchange, but like that can be whatever you want it to be. <laughs> whatever works yeah. for you. I, I, works. I think, I think I said one time that uh, money is an open source problem that we can solve at the speed of trade. And it's this idea that we have to be pegged to some controlled monetary denomination, I think is probably one of the most overlooked, misunderstood problems that we face here. Not only, I mean, not, not just America, because let's face it, I mean, the dollar wouldn't have any damn worth if it wasn't for the petrol dollar and basically, you know, us ransacking countries overseas and, and putting in dictatorships that would right. accept that for their, their resources and, and, and things like that. So well, yeah, and it still I, vaguely works because through time in any particular snapshot in time, there is still scarcity regardless of whether or not in the, in, in the, and then the problem is, is that as time extends, there is no scarcity because they just print it when they need it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is, yeah <laughs> and it's not even a print anymore. Those guys have really gotten very efficient at uh, being a bunch of bastards in terms of, you know, going out there and just counterfeiting money. I mean, they are, you talk about pros. Those well, guys did they did they pass the, uh, the, the, they didn't pass the electronic money thing, right? I don't think they did. I think that got stripped not. out of it. Yeah. I was like, it's already this made up thing that, um, you know, I was talking to people at your event today where I was like, you know, money, it just like, hits my bank account. And the only reason I know that is because my app tells me in this number and then I pay yeah. things online. And all I knew is that number goes down and then it goes back up when I get my paycheck and then it goes down. And like, there's just these numbers that don't necessarily, I mean like, what, where's that money? Where is that money? Is it sitting in a vault somewhere? Where, where is that cash? Where, I don't know where that cash is. Where, where are all the hackers out there when you need them, right? Yeah. Like, where, where are all the hackers out there that make this, this whole situation right again? You know, the, the anons and all of that crap out there. Like, where are you guys? Why? Well, I was I was told by one of my buddies that the only reason he didn't come to your rally is because he couldn't find his guy Fox mask. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, man, that's the first time I've heard that excuse today. I had a couple other ones out there, but um, definitely doesn't not can't find my guy Fox mask. That's, that's awesome. <laughs> He's a paranoid anyway. guy. Didn't want to be on camera anywhere. Hey, was that media there? I saw there was a guy snapping oh. a lot of pictures. So AJC already picked it up. Associated Press, right? That uh, one dude cool. that was, oh, no, like, it, you know, this, this is, so you'll, you'll really love this. This is the first time that I've been mentioned at all for I know. US yeah, I by, by name, right? And <laughs> so it's got the cover photo <laughs> is the two, you know, our, our two buddies, the big boys, right? Like out there and you're sitting there going, that's the cover photo. That's four, that's, and just so everybody knows, that was four out of 50 people. Oh, and you knew it was going to happen. That's why, yeah. you know, like, and, and the thing, you know, that how I started off the speech, I turned around and I looked at the one guy who may have been the AJC guy. And then I looked at the other guy and I said, hey, before we even get started, you guys in the press, you need to understand this. We are here in peace. We are begging the government for peace. And what did they do? They went and did exactly what we knew the hell they were going to do. And they took, you know, two out of 50 people out there right and made those guys the headline like this these like this is so radical and it is we're radical we're like in terms of being just cool but just yeah. like you're like guys 
you haven't learned a damn thing in terms of what's been going on over the last 20 years. You know, like this, this reason why Trump, you know, will continue to quote unquote win, right? Like, and, and trust me, I'm not going to sit there and say, oh, I'm vote Trump, like Trump, 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 Trump. I'm that, like, that's not me, obviously. But you guys continue to take men and women in this country that you don't agree with, that you, you know, would rather lock in cages and deport or kill or whatever. And you continue to make them the boogeyman, you know, this, you know, white, superior, racist, whatever the hell it is. And, you know, like, after a while, man, I, I you start to marginalize people like that. And yep. if they can't go out and protest and they can't be seen and they, they're, they're deplatformed and they're taken off of things like Twitter or Facebook or YouTube or all those kind of things, man, all right, we get back to earlier in our conversation and it's like, I don't want that. I, I, I don't yep. want to see that. But these guys, I'll tell you right now, it's almost like they're itching for it. Like they, they haven't learned their lesson. And, and I'll tell you what, man, that's why they keep – you know, showing up, not that our crowd is going to go out there and vote, I think, Trump. But I think at the same time, uh, there are a lot of people that revolve in the same circles. I saw a Trump hat today. Party. I was I was pretty happy about that. I was like, this is good That's outreach, cool. you know, like somebody might vote for Trump and vote for you. So yeah, no, and, and, <laughs> and the thing is, is and, and, it, and would it be would it be that crazy, right? We're both in terms of we can't stand the establishment. I can't stand the press. He at least acts like he can't stand the press, yeah. which I, you know what, actually, I don't think he can stand the press. We, we don't trust anybody in, in the bureaucracies and the government and things like that. We just have different applications in terms of the problems that are facing this nation. And it, it you know, it's, it's not a weird thing to think that a lot of people maybe see that in very similar ways. I think there is a large subset of people who support Trump who who think that he reflects their values in a way that you do that he doesn't. Uh, I mean, and, and this is not a mystery to you. I mean, I've been listening to The Rebellion for a little while, so I think I understand your stance there. But um, yeah, like I think that yeah. you definitely represent, and there's, there's people that are saying, well, he's, a, he's basically a libertarian, right? And I'm like, well, no, let's talk about all these things. I think he slips and falls and, and, and does libertarian things every once in a while, but like, that's not his gut. And you know what I mean? Like, that's not, that's not what he's there to do. He doesn't, he's not got any, he doesn't have any principles. But he slips and falls and he does the, the right thing every now and again. Guess who else did that? Obama, every once in a while, slipped and fell and did while, the right, right thing. Bush slipped and fell yeah. and did the right thing every once in a while. And for the right reasons, they'd slip and say the right thing. And you're like, well, but you're still wrong. So. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's because <laughs> yeah, it's because the end, like in in their world, the ends justify the means, and for <laughs> us, that that can never be the case, yeah. right? It's it you can never you can never be that person where the ends justify the means because if your principles are wrong and the way you're doing it, then no matter what the outcome is, it's going to be tainted because you use the wrong principle, and that, like that's yeah, I think that is a great term, slip and or a great, great <laughs> phrase, slip and fell and did the right thing, yeah. <laughs> It's, yeah, you get I think no it happens all the time, but um, yeah. unfortunately, oh. not enough. <laughs> that's that's where you kind of get half credit, right? Like on on the old test, where like teachers like you got the right answer, but I have no idea. How <clears> and and I'm all it. for praising it, right? You praise the you praise the hell out of it because you want them to praise understand the that. Out of it too. You, well, you want them to know that they did the right thing, and that you, like you want them to do it more, right? So it's like a it's like giving a treat to a yeah. dog, and so like you know they're not quite right, yeah. so. 
I, uh, there was a Democrat recently who posted a, a, a great, um, it was a great Facebook post and it was about all these great corporate citizen things that were going on. And it was all these like Amazon's hiring this many people. They're implementing their own testing. They're sorry. That was, did you see that? Hold on. Maybe I'll hear it here in about five minutes. That was probably right outside my house. Dude, that was, I saw the flash coming through there, man. I'm, I'm glad you're all right. Jesus, I'm gonna have to edit that out. Oh my God. I don't know, man. It looked good for me. I was like, hey, we're podcasting. we're podcasting no matter what is what we're doing. Could you hear that thunder? Could you hear the thunder? Oh, yeah, man. I mean, it sounded like I was in the room with you. That's that's crazy. Good God. Okay. Are you so, leaning away from the window? <laughs> that was terrifying, man. That was terrifying. I saw the flash before I heard the noise too, man. I mean, it I, was it was pretty quick. Honestly, like I didn't see the flash in the house. I saw the flash in the camera first. Like that's just how the light happened, you know? And then, and then the thunder was like immediate because it was like that split second. Anyway, that was probably right outside my house. Seriously. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to check your little weather right here, man. I'll tell you what, there's a, there's a great app out there for you guys um, that is on target all the time. It's called My Radar. I, I, I don't get paid by these people yet. And maybe I should. But, uh, man, man, Atlanta, dude. So southwest of Atlanta right now, what is this? Oh, flash flood. Okay. But uh, yeah, this, this, my radar app is phenomenal. And it gives you like corridors for like tornado warnings and watches and everything else like that. Not to mention like wind speeds. And it'll actually show you when you zoom out, um, you know, all this amazing. Oh, yeah. Data that's cool. Out there. Yeah. It's a, it's a cool app. I mean, I, we had rain out here the other night and you know it's like it's getting windy now the rain's coming in i looked at yahoo and i was like oh man it looks like it's over in rome which is you know it's a good <clears> hour and a half or so away from here and i turned that one on i was like no that line is about to hit like right now and so i was like hey we gotta we gotta take cover and and you know be a little safer about this kind of stuff so i slept through that like a baby anyway we had our that. uh tornado warning at 3 a.m and i had just gone to sleep at like 2 30 in the morning it was a, a oh. long video video game night for me and uh i, I fell asleep uh. at 2 30 and i woke up to the three o'clock uh it was like tornado warning like i woke up the next morning it said three o'clock tornado warning i was like well i guess i guess it's okay <laughs> Yeah. But, uh, uh, okay. So what I was question, oh, what, yeah, uh, what are you playing on? What are you playing on video games these days? Uh, I actually uh, pulled the trigger on the Xbox Game Pass, which is fourteen ninety nine a month, and uh, I've been playing The Outer Worlds, which is this great um, social commentary. It's the same people who did Fallout, and it's the same type of game as okay. Fallout, and it is all about this corporate. Uh, so people went out to these planets, and they're basically cut off from Earth. And it's these corporations who went and they created this like oh. conglomerate and they run everything. So it's this, they are the government. So <clears throat> what I, what I like to think is that people think this is like our, you know, utopia. And what it really is, is, is like corporatism at its, at its worst, you know, it's, it's this terrible thing where corporations like own everything, everything and, and run the government, yeah. right? They're setting all the rules. They literally own the people. And I'm like, That's, you know, I, I know people are going to misattribute it to us, but I'm like, God, this is, this is the end result of what you want, not what I want. Yeah, no, I don't want any, <laughs> I don't want interference into other people's lives, whether it's government or corporations. Right. You know, like, the, yeah, the, what, you know, what, what I always call the, the aristocratic combination because yeah. I'm such a anti-federalist, man. It's like, 
the, the, the that combination, I don't care whatever god awful form it is, the, the corporatists, the fascists, the Nazis, the socialists, like, hey, I don't want any of it. Like, it's all it's all force being generated into the market. That's, I, you know, I think um, my, my my oldest was telling me about that uh, game and. and maybe wanting it for his birthday or something like that so is it uh, is it is it is it kind of a like an fps like a first person shooter or is it uh more of a like a loot and like strategy it's a, it's a first person shooter but it's a it's a role-playing game primarily mm-hmm. so they've gone into first person you know yeah yeah Do you know uh i haven't played man i'll tell you right now i used to like i really used to like playing video games but i think the last game i ever played um was tom clancy's um God Almighty! It's perfect, perfect game for this situation. Um, Rainbow it's Six. New York. No, no, it's 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 <clears throat> New York City, and there's a contagion, and I cannot remember the damn name of this game for the the life of me. What the hell? Um, oh, the unit. There's some. It wasn't the unit. Oh, I, this is gonna this is gonna chat my. That's ass, fine. You'll man. just have to tweet, you'll have to tweet it out for everybody. That's right. I'll, I'll, <laughs> Put it in the show notes. Uh, oh, it, it, it's called. Uh, it was called the Division. They actually had a. They had a, a follow up. They had the uh, Division Part Two that I didn't play, but uh, that was the last game I really got into, man. And I'll tell you right now, like, you, like you want to talk about, you know, lockdown New York City where there was a contagion and everything's a mess now, and you got gangs and you had, you know, private contractors that came in and you got just, you know, some just god awful things where you're it's a first person shoot loot game right and like that's that's what you know when you when you look at the horrors of anything that could be um you know strategized in in this day and age where there's just so much god awful misinformation out there that could drive you know a normal person mad if they don't have their wits about them yeah like you could definitely see something like that happening yeah Absolutely. That, I mean, that's a big problem with today, right? Is everybody thinks the media is out to get them and, and largely they are, but you have to, um, if you were paying attention in even high school and while they were teaching you how to think critically, um, cause they did like that. I mean, at least in mine, I got, <laughs> I, I, got taught how, I got taught how to think critically. I, I can, I can be reading an article and be like, well, that's a flag. That's a flag. That's a flag. And then I can cross reference it in other articles who probably won't agree with like CNN or something. I, I, I go to CNN first. I think we've talked about this on previous podcasts. You got, you think you got that from high school, huh? Uh, well, and I mean, I'm, I did seven years of college too. So probably somewhere along the line, I got it. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know where I got it, I got but that, I don't think they did give it to me. I got that much later on, man. And I t- I'll tell you what, I think uh, John Taylor Gatto was the first guy to really introduce me to real critical thinking. And I was just yeah. like, man, this changes everything. Even, it- so- even something as simple as cite your sources is critical thinking, though. You know, it's like you need to be able to back up what you're saying through logic. And, and then I'm, I'm heavy right. into math, right? I'm, I'm a computer science guy. And so like that, I went to school for computer science. And so learning specifically geometry, where it's like you start with, your hypothesis and then you move through all the different theorems and get to it that that's like critical thinking it's funny because geometry mm-hmm. is what taught me critical thinking but yeah <laughs> but that's what i learned that in high school so. wow i would have i would have never come to it I, phys, I, i'll tell you what, i did take uh like physics and ap physics and you know that definitely you want to talk about critical thinking you screw that up man you kill somebody really, none of that really made quick. sense to me none of that made sense to me i was like you guys are just <laughs> See, making our crap brain's up. amazing <laughs> just making crap up 
I, I was it. so pissed. I'd read the whole chapter and then I'd get to the questions at the end and I'd be like, none of this has anything to do with what I just read. None of it. And it just didn't, I, nothing connected for me. So those were always <laughs> I tough. I breezed through that. It was, it was biology that got, uh, got the better of me. That's a tough one too. That's a tough one too. <laughs> oh man. Um, what else? Um, I mean, I think we've, we've covered. I, I think before the lightning hit, I wanted to make a point about a Democrat that posted that I'm, I'm, I'm vaguely friends with. I'm on friendly terms with, uh, won't name any names yeah. still, but, um, she had posted onto uh, Facebook a list of good corporate citizens during this time. And it was Amazon, you know, hiring a bunch of people and providing testing. And it, well, no, it was these good things that were oh, going no, on. A- a- Amazon's the buddy now? Well, it, that's what I'm saying. It was like, it was this list of like 10 companies who were doing good things in their communities. And I'm like, so we're praising them, right? You know, I'm like, this is a good thing. This is what happens, right? It doesn't matter what you think their motivations are. Their motivations might be profit that that's not inherently bad. What you should look at are these outcomes that they are going into business. They're, you know, they're, uh, I think Uber Eats is hiring a ton more drivers and DoorDash is hiring a ton more drivers. You look at um, grocery stores, they're hiring a bunch more people for their like click list and for their curbside pickup because that requires a lot more employees, but they can also pump up the volume, right? So like there's all these things that are changing that they just... Mm -hmm. They just pivot. They don't need the government to tell them to pivot. They just pivot. And that's what is great about free markets and our belief system is that like our principles is that people are going to take care of themselves. They're, they're going to do it. It doesn't, incentives don't matter. I mean, not incentives, the motivations don't yeah. matter, but, but, yeah. but they're going to get to the right thing. <laughs> I, I wish you could. Yeah. And I wish you could, you know, kind of get that whole message across where the, as as fast as people will sit there and go doom and gloom right like this there's there's obviously a change and and, and what's weird is the world's always changing and it's it's like humans don't want it to instead of just being like yeah no it's always changing like that positive mental outlook that that mental space right your OODA loop is what we used to call it in the marine corps and <laughs> the it's, it's it's actual uh psychological term but if, if, you know, you could get people to understand that like every time that, you know, these people want to take a quote unquote crisis, right. And expand power, you should be looking for an opportunity in some very bad situations to do some very good things And it. And just because you capitalize, and I'm not saying, you know, go out there and rip people off. You know, don't get me wrong. What I'm saying is, is there is there are moments like this that don't come around very often where the world is pivoting, and if you if you can see where it's going and what's happening, you have the opportunity to do some amazing things, make a lot of, of good you know decisions, which could lead to lots and lots of money and assets and all that kind of stuff that you can then take out into the world and do amazing parts and, and pieces of charity and. Right. I, I really, I wish people would be more optimistic and more okay with people that do these things instead of, oh, you're just an opportunist and you're just trying to make money and blah, 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 blah. Who cares? Who cares? Yeah. There's, charity is not done by the government people, right? Yeah, like everything right. that it has, it is stolen and everything that it says is a lie, right? Like this, this idea of that, you know, forcing people at gunpoint and taking their money and then handing it off to somebody else is somehow charity. 
it's got to be the most perverted bastardized aspect of of charity that I've ever heard. Yeah, and usually it just goes to line the pockets of some crony person who has enough lawyers to lobby for the money in Congress and all that, right? It's it's actually an oligarchy, like in practice and functionally an oligarchy. So, <laughs> yeah, they're taking our money to sure give to is. themselves. <laughs> yeah, or that's what happens. Their, their buddies in Wall Street and the banks and all that. Yeah. Other fun well, usually that's just them. We just so. saw it. We just saw the. We just saw the biggest ripoff and well, robbery in history, you know, and, and, and people are scratching their head talking about viruses. And you're like, guys, like you just you just saw a government come in and get strong armed by a banking cabal to pay itself back to to take its you know asset sheets and pump it up by magnitudes <clears throat> that you can't even fathom. And everybody's like, where's my 1200 bucks? Like, and it's happening oh, yeah. again because the PPP program ran out of money and they're, they're just saying, yeah. well, we just need to put more money in it. We don't need to solve any of the problems related to that. Right. It's just more money. Just pump more money. It's just money. Yeah, it's not cares? real. Who cares? Who cares? That, they will well, literally just, tell you it's not real. Zeros out there anyway. They don't care. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have you that's seen that meme out there where they've got all the, uh, the, the U S currency, uh, lined up against the monopoly money and it's all the same colors like every denomination whether it's a one or a hundred and everything in between is exactly the same color as the monopoly money no no i haven't seen that oh look it up <laughs> it's, it's it's you're gonna sit there and be like they think this i think it's like i think the meme actually says they think it's a joke and and i i they've got to at this point like yeah. hey look guys we just fleeced them for like another six trillion dollars this year and nobody said nothing yep crazy Yep. And then they're going to blame that when we when we talk about how Trump um, pumped up the, the deficit, they're going to be like, well, he had to because of whatever. I'm like, yeah, they all have to. Right. I mean, that's 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 the nature of the game. They all have to. Can't, quote, fail, on, can't fail on his watch. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I mean, he's even he's even on the record saying that it's going to fail. But like he's just got to make sure he can prop it up for just long enough to get reelected. <laughs> it's uh i'll tell you what man it's exactly right boy what do you here's a quick question uh maybe maybe my last question i'm gonna go to bed here soon yeah uh, yeah i hear you the, we've gone away longer the than whole I expected. idea right now that you've got two gentlemen i mean joe joe biden's got dementia yeah no that's, that's cool man um what do you what do you think man you think joe biden's gonna make it through this uh through this election or do you think you know they're gonna they're gonna pull some funny stuff at uh, the whole DNC uh, convention. No, he'll 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 go all the way, but um, it'll be a fun ride because he does have dementia and he says the in most insane things. And then Trump also says pretty hey. insane things all the time. I mean, it's gonna be a wild ride. Whoever we put up, uh, whether or not I, you know if it's Hornberger or John Mons or. Uh, Amash, if that ends up happening, whatever, is going to be like the most sane person in the room. And maybe Thomas Massey, I think it was him, will be proven wrong and they won't just be looking for the craziest son of a bitch in the room. They'll be looking for the most sane person in the room. <laughs> That'll be how you differentiate yourself. You're just a little sane. Uh, I love it. I love your optimism. <laughs> I, I mean, you got to hope, right? I mean, otherwise, what are we doing here? <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Good. Hope for the best. Yeah. All right, so we're ready to sign off then? Absolutely.
Well, hey, man, this is this has been a, a hell of a lot of fun. We didn't even get to um, you know what we originally thought about talking about, but we can do that another time. <laughs> That's true. Whenever, man, I'm I'm happy to be on yours. I'm happy to have you on ours. And yeah, man, you you got a you got a solid sign off. I, I you know you know me. I'm I love you. I need you. Peace. What, what do you got over there? I usually just say bye, y'all. You've been listening to the official podcast of the Libertarian Party of Georgia. The theme song for this episode was Metaltania by Kevin McLeod, released to the public domain through freepd.com. If you enjoyed the show, don't forget to rate us and leave a review. You can email the show's producers at podcast at lpgeorgia.com. If you're a libertarian in the state of Georgia, don't forget to find your local affiliate at lpgeorgia.com. <laughs>